Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm your host, Craig Williams. This week, I'll be taking you on a culinary journey through Walt Disney World. Before we get started, though, I do need to remind you that this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please book your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money, and your Dreams Unlimited Travel agent will work their hardest to make sure that you have the best vacation possible. Get a free no-obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Also, please make sure that you subscribe to the Disney Dining Show wherever you listen to podcasts. And if it's through Apple Podcasts, please consider giving us a five-star rating and review. Now, on with the show. Boy, do we have a great episode for you today. It's going to be jam-packed. And I don't mean that it's going to be the longest episode that we have, but there's a lot of good reviews in it. And I'm super excited about it. And uh, there's nothing as as crazy as last week's Maria and Enzo's review. And if you're just tuning in to, to hopefully hear uh, another crazy rant... Well, you're not going to get that on this episode, but we do have we have some really amazing reviews. We have two table service reviews for you this week. That's right. Not just one uh, at the end of the show. We have two table service reviews as well as uh, a new plant-based review from Rhino, and then we'll have one throwback review as well. And the first review we have for you is courtesy of myself and my wife, Kylie. We went to Chef Mickey's. Jackie really wanted us to go to, to Chef Mickey's to try out their, their dinner menu and have that experience. And, well, we did. So here's the review. Hey everyone, Hi. it's Craig and Kylie and tonight we're at Disney's Contemporary Resort because we're eating dinner. Yay! Not telling you where just yet though. Okay, mystery's over. We're going to eat dinner at Chef Mickey's. The anticipation. I know, right? <laughs> it's my first time in years, maybe my first time ever for dinner. It's and my first time ever. So I'm Your excited. first time ever? Yeah. I'm a bad husband. <laughs> I never took her to Chef Mickey's. No? But we're going to check out the dinner. We're going to have a lot of fun. So let's go. We are at our table. Yay! And we've already seen a lot of characters. Yes. A lot of characters. We've seen... Goofy. Goofy. Pluto. Pluto. Minnie. Minnie. He's got a glimpse of Donald. Yeah, just a real quick, quick glimpse of Donald. And so we still need to see the main man himself. Mickey Mouse, the one and only Mickey Mouse, and yeah, and then we need to see Donald better again, but uh, this meal is served family style, so we're going to stay seated the entire time, everything's going to come to our table, and yeah, we're just going to have to make sure our stomachs are big enough. I don't know. I don't know either. Let's take a look at what's on the menu, though. The family style dinner here for ages 10 and up is $55, and for guests nine and under it's 36 dollars of course we have to start with our first course in this it's going to be seasonal composed plant-based salad chef mickey caesar and citrus poached baby shrimp creamy cilantro lime broccoli slaw greens avocado tomato and pastry chef's bread selections kylie is allergic to shellfish so she will not be eating the baby shrimp but maybe i'll get a look at it maybe i'll even get a taste of it who knows what do you think about the first course? So I didn't love the Caesar salad. It was just a Caesar salad, but the plant-based quinoa 
sweet potato mixture was so delicious. The dressing on it was really awesome, and it, it was really good. What about the rolls? Whew, those were next level. They were delicious. Um, apparently, they're the same rolls from Liberty Tree. Liberty, Liberty Tree, Kevin, yeah. Yeah, and they just brush it with like a bagel seasoning. It is so good. The, I did eat some of the shrimp salad because, you know, I have to. I just can't get near my wife now for the rest of the meal. But I actually thought that was nice. It would be my second place after the plant-based, obviously, because I really dislike the Caesar salad. But uh, it, it's a good salad. I mean, if you don't like the taste of shrimp, then definitely it wouldn't mix well with you. But of the first course, the standout above and beyond is the Parker House rolls with the, with the butter on top and the everything bagel seasoning. It is divine. If we didn't have so much more food to get through, I'd probably ask for an extra basket. Yeah. I probably still will ask for an extra basket. Next up, we have our plated signature items, including the potato gnocchi with roasted mushroom cream, baby spinach, Parmesan herbs, roasted garlic gratin potatoes, Mickey Parmesan frico, and plant-based farro wheat fried rice. Also served alongside all of this is baby carrots, Dijon tarragon butter, brown sugar, asparagus with gremolata. And then for the proteins, the good stuff, we have prime rib with mushroom ragu and roasted onions, traditional roast breast of turkey, gravy, summer succotash, and roasted salmon, sweet mustard glaze, southern style braised kale. We just have a little bit of time here before the dessert course. What was a standout to you from our entree round? I loved the mushroom gnocchi. It was so delicious. And then the prime rib was excellent. But the salmon with the mustard glaze, it was mustard, right? Yeah, mustard glaze. Um, incredible. It had like a crusting on it and it was just so delicious. I agree with everything my wife said. Uh, the salmon was just really, really tasty, specifically because of that mustard glazed sauce on top. And then it was served with the southern kale, and that had, like, pieces of ham, bacon in it that just, oh, it all came together. It was so, so nice, but prime rib was also just, it, it was nearly melting in your mouth. Uh, had you know, just the right perfect amount of seasoning on it. There's a little garlic hint to it as well, too. So it was just, it was really tasty. And all the sides that came with it, the carrots, the succotash, uh, it just, it all worked together so well. There's a lot to go over with it, but yeah, the gnocchi, excellent. Prime rib, good. Even the turkey. I know it's, it's a simple dish and there's turkey all over Walt Disney World property, but this one, this one was solid too. I'm I, I need to take more time to think about it all, but I don't have anything bad to say about the entree course. I, I liked them all. We are moving on to the final portion now, our family-style desserts. A Mickey Mouse dome, Mickey Moose dome, sorry, <laughs> apple crumble tart, strawberry cream cake, and chocolate raspberry tart. We are all wrapped up with our meal at Chef Mickey's. I am so full yeah we are just way too full uh you know it's an all you care to enjoy and tonight we enjoyed as much as we care to 
probably uh, probably more than we should have. Absolutely. And we're gonna do this a little bit backwards because, well, we didn't get a chance to talk about the desserts yet. It got a little too dark at our table and then it just it kind of, it was getting loud towards the end. So figured we'd just uh, come downstairs to the, uh, to the second floor and wrap things up here with our thoughts. So for the desserts, again, there was the Mickey Moose Dome. Not the, the Mickey Mouse Dome. Not the Mickey Mouse Dome, Mickey Moose Mickey Dome. Moose. And then there was the apple crumble tart, the strawberry cream cake, and the chocolate raspberry tart. That was the plant-based one. And then also we got chocolate chip cookies because yeah. every now and then you yeah, just gotta have a it. you gotta have a chocolate chip cookie. Which well, one was your favorite? My favorite by far was the strawberry cream tart. Yeah. It was incredible. It was so good. Soft and moist and just bursting with strawberries and cream. I, I, it's like it's in the name. Yeah, we <laughs> ate two of them. Yeah, I we had the first one and I was sad because I ate it first. I was like, but I miss it. So yeah. then we got another. We did. And I enjoyed the little apple crumble tart. It, mm -hmm. I thought that was going to be my favorite until we had the strawberry cream cake but it was still good and uh i did you have any thoughts on that one i thought it was good 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 okay good and, i mean like, <laughs> I like oh, it was incredible yeah. it did have like a cute little logo on it of chef mickey on it yeah that, that was, was adorable cute. and the mickey mount mickey moose dome <laughs> i will always screw that up you know it was basically oreo cookies with then a chocolate mousse on top with the mickey ear shape but uh, the mousse was really good. The mousse was. And the Oreos were good too. There's, I mean, you can't go wrong with Oreos. There's always room for more Oreos. <laughs> and the only thing I honestly did not like was the plant-based chocolate raspberry tart. It just, I don't like mixing my fruit with chocolate. So yeah. that was just a me thing. Not any, not a statement on the dessert. Just, I, I don't like the combination. But okay, let's work our way backwards now uh, with the proteins, the prime rib. Still exactly. was a winner. Yeah. yeah, very good. I loved it with a mushroom sauce on it and just the, the melt in your mouth. It was yeah. perfect. And I believe after we briefly talked about it, we ordered more. We did. Again, sure too. Did. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. A lot of food. Uh, the roast uh, breast of turkey with uh, gravy and summer succotash. Again, I thought it was good. I didn't try the turkey just because I was like, eh, it's turkey. Yeah, it's, and you know what? It probably filled me up more than I needed to be, but I just wanted to try it. And you know what? It was solid, you but the, the prime rib was the way to go in terms of those or the roasted salmon. I would put the roasted salmon a little bit above the prime rib, actually. Okay. I, you know what? I would too in the sense that like the salmon, you can pop that whole thing in your mouth and be good to go, whereas the prime rib was really really fatty but I, I don't know both of them i just like the the glaze and then the it was it's like parmesan crusting on the salmon as well yeah yeah just a little that bit was excellent. Uh, yeah and like the like i said before there was the um the kale with the oh yeah the piggy yeah. inside the, the kale piggy. as well too yeah that's what it was first but <laughs> i i thought that was just really well done so i feel like maybe the the glaze elevated the salmon yeah but the prime rib just by itself very very good, good. and then the gnocchi of course the just gonna keep talking so about that good so good yeah that's just little potato belly bombs with me right now yeah but worth it worth every <laughs> little bit of it and 
Yeah, you didn't. Did you like the gratin? No, I didn't love it. It was it was just like cheesy potatoes. But I would rather have potato gnocchi than. I get it. Yeah, yeah. I I did like the uh, I like the the gratin the garlic gratin and uh, and with that too there was this cute little Mickey Mouse Parmesan oh, crisp on it so really uh, brought it up to the very next level and then Kylie didn't eat any of the plant based uh, wheat fried rice I did and it was actually really tasty oh, I good. I didn't even realize what it was as I was eating it so uh, after I read what it was then I was like Ooh, oh really really nice really nice. Okay, and that takes us all the way up to the uh, to the top with our first our course. first course. It seems like so long ago, and I don't feel like I have anything really else to say that we didn't say the first time around. The Parker um, House rolls, amazing, incredible. Yeah. I miss them. I miss them a lot. Yeah, and uh, the of course I liked the baby shrimp salad, but Kylie isn't able to have that. Nope. I like that one, but the standout for me again was the plant based with the quinoa and the mm -hmm. sweet potatoes in there. Just, the dressing was excellent. Yeah, the dressing was so good. And the only thing uh, it just did not stand out with that at all was absolutely the Caesar salad. It just needed way more dressing. It needed something. It needed something. It was just lettuce. Yeah, basically. So that was, but when the Caesar salad in the first course was the only true disappointing thing. That's a great meal. It is. And I I mean, there's just something fun about being in Chef Mickey's, seeing the monorail come in as yeah. you're eating. And, you know, it's a little weird right now as we're currently doing this because the contemporary is undergoing a renovation. So it, it's a little off in there, but, you know, you still have the monorail running. And of course, you have the characters, you have Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Goofy, Donald and Pluto, and do you want to show off the? Uh, the show. Yeah, do you want to show off the card that they give you? How cute is that? Yeah, so and they signed the back. Exactly. Oh, no, no, very, very cute. It's so cute. Yeah, that is adorable. So that's right. your way to get all the characters. Yeah. Very, very cute, and really cute. Uh, we got to see the characters quite a bit. I mean. Mm -hmm. I want to say, I want to say we saw Minnie like three times, Pluto three times, Goofy three times, Donald two, one and a half, one and, and half. then Mickey twice. Yeah. So, so that's pretty good. Yeah, we, we definitely got our FaceTime with the characters. And I do like how they have it set up with like people being able to take pictures with them, obviously distanced, but yeah. it was really cute. No, it is really, really well done. And the last thing I'll say uh, specifically about the section that we sat in, our server told us afterwards that uh, where we were sitting, it was originally part of uh, kind of like the waiting section for the restaurant. So for that reason, it was very dark once it got yeah. dark in there. Uh, but that allows them, of course, to add extra capacity. But it, it, just something to note that if you are dining at night, you might want to think about finding a, uh, you know, not finding, you can't just walk in and choose a spot. You might want to ask for, for a brighter spot if if you are definitely... Pictures are what you want. Yeah, if you want pictures and if you're, if you just need more light to be able to see everything around, you might want to ask for one of the brighter sections once it, once it gets dark in there. But at service, our server Scott was just absolutely incredible yeah just so nice. phenomenal the the nicest guy ever and i uh yeah i 
I can't even complain about service at all. Not that I would <laughs> complain about service with that, but no, he was he was fantastic. Took care of us. Uh, was very patient as we asked for more and more and more and more and more. And yeah, I honestly I have no complaints. It is for for two adults. You know, it's, it's, it's pricey. It's pricey. Fifty five dollars. We did get a uh, a discount on there, ten percent off, but. Uh, with annual pass holders but besides that i mean it is it's it's a lot of money for two adults and then with kids being uh kids nine and under being 36, 36 it gets very pricey very quickly however the food was delicious it and, really was. and it's the atmosphere of eating in the contemporary and seeing the monorail go by and then having mickey and and gang in their uh in their cool chef's costumes they were so cool they were so i feel like it starts to even out in that terms with with the pricing i was i was completely happy yeah. with the overall experience so i'd say i i do recommend it i do too it was so fun yeah just make sure you wear your stretchy pants something yeah. we did not do i made a poor decision <laughs> we both made a lot of poor decisions but it's fine uh, i hope you just make better decisions And that's our review of Chef Mickey's. One thing we didn't really cover on in the review was the kids' menu. Kids have the option, of course, of having delicious things like macaroni and cheese, chicken tenders, corn dog nuggets, vegetables. And yeah, they all sound really delicious. But I didn't think about ordering any of the kids' items until we were already at home and the review was clearly, clearly over at that point. I don't think they let you come back in and sit down if you regret not eating enough food. They should, uh, they should instate like a, a 20 minute grace policy. At least you have, you have 20 minutes to return to the restaurant and order more if you left prematurely. But I, I don't think anyone's gonna go with me on that one. But those are the options that kids do have available at Chef Mickey's. And I've been getting a lot of questions about the actual, the, the, the true value of the price of the meal. And I am still sticking with what I said bef uh, in a couple YouTube comments. I shouldn't say I've said this before, but I maybe I did say it on one of our recent other podcasts on one of the different shows. But for me, this meal felt like it was essentially a 30 to $35 meal. And then you're looking at an upcharge of 20 to $25 to meet the characters. And for kids, you know, kind of falls in the same category. A ten fifteen dollar meal for kids, maybe maybe closer to fifteen on them, and then of course having uh, an upcharge as well of another twenty bucks to to meet the characters. So if just seeing the characters and and being close to them and seeing the exclusive outfits and getting the selfies are, are it's something that's like high on your your families or your priority list, then yeah, I think I think it can be justified, but. You know, it also starts adding up as you add on more and more and more people. So maybe not a great decision for a party of eight, but party of three, four, I think I think you can maybe justify it a little bit more. But we're done with Chef Mickey's now. We're going to move on to our next review. And this is a plant-based review from Rhino from Disney's Hollywood Studios. So let's go ahead and listen to it. Hello everybody, it's Rhino here at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios and I am hungry 
and hot. So I'm standing in the shade right now. So excuse this just plain brown background, but I am here and I am uh, gonna try out one of the plant-based options at the ABC Commissary. Now there's a new item on the menu that is like pineapple curry tofu. Um, so I thought that sounded more interesting on the plant-based options that I haven't had here at Disney's Hollywood Studios. So I'm gonna give it a try. I love the fruit pineapple, but I do not love it necessarily when it's flavored into other things. So I'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised, but let's take a look at the menu here while we're waiting. Some interesting options here. See buffalo grilled cheese sandwich. I've had this before, the California burger. And I've had the Mediterranean salad and that's pretty good too. Also, this has a lot of olives in it, so you can actually uh, ask them to remove that if you want. But uh, I don't see the plant-based option on here. It was only in the mobile order app, but I think it's just basically this curry rice bowl with tofu instead of shrimp on here. There was also a side of another, of a salad that I don't see on here either that I think is the one that comes with the chicken club. So here's what you do. You check those menus in the mobile order section. Well, that's the only way you can order food here. So I don't even know what I'm talking about. So they still got props up in here, which is cool because they seem to be updated from the last time I was in here because they've got the Connors blanket. Oh, I really enjoyed the Connors. And then American Housewife, they've got one of Katie's shirts just canceled American Housewife. Here we go. Open order pickup number three. Okay, I got my food. It didn't take too long, maybe like five to 10 minutes. I don't know, but uh, there weren't a lot of tables. It seems like a lot of people who aren't eating are just sitting at the tables outside here. So uh, there were a couple of stand-up tables that are kind of off to uh, next to like where the American Idol experience used to be between that and uh, the sci-fi dine-in. So I got a stand-up table out here that's like half in the shade, half in the sun. Great place to eat hot curry, am I right? So let me take my mask off here. Um, let me make sure I sanitize my hands really quick. So this is the crispy rice bowl with tofu, which was $11.99. It is, uh, it is crispy pineapple marinated tofu and sauteed vegetables tossed in red curry sauce served over jasmine coconut rice. And like I said and showed you before, it is a pretty big, bowl there is a bunch of tofu pieces in here which is really nice i like it when it's really really crispy first things first i'm just gonna dip in a little bit of this crispy tofu Ooh, it sounds crispy into the sauce here and try it hmm. it's not bad the tofu is nice and crispy um i i whenever i've had tofu i feel like i prefer it but well no i was gonna say i think i've only had it crispy but i used to get it uh, in Pad Thai at Peiwei, when there used to be a Peiwei near my house, they would put tofu in it. So I'm gonna try the rice before I mix it all in together too. Just wanna see if it tastes coconutty. It's got like a hint of it. It's not super, super coconutty, which is fine with me. I love jasmine rice though, let me tell you. Let me tell you, it's probably my favorite rice. So it looks like there's some nice pieces of zucchini in here. What is this, red pepper? Who are you? An onion? Who are you? Got an onion, I got a red pepper. Veggies, here we go. Ooh, cauliflower. Let me try and get a scoop of the salt. Maybe I should've got a spoon. Maybe I should've got a spoon. Mmm. Mmm. 
the first little taste of the sauce I got from that first piece of tofu I tried, I wasn't like thrilled about it, but the second piece, it's good. Um, it's got like a, the slightest hint of like a zing on there, like a little bit of a heat, but not, like I'm talking in terms of like, I don't know, red pepper flake, like that type of a heat. I, I like really hot food, I, some people don't, so. But this, I feel like, is very, is very bearable. I was worried because I, I didn't think I was gonna like the red curry. There is some cilantro in here, so cilantro haters like myself, beware. Mmm, zucchini, a bit of squash in here too, the summer squash, I think. Oh my gosh, honestly, the zucchini is so good. I, I probably would have just chopped up the zucchini and put it in here. I don't even think I needed the tofu. Hmm. This is good. I, I was worried it was going to be too saucy, but now there's a lot more rice than it appeared in that, that, that uh, video or the photo I showed you. But like, I'm just like mixing it all together. And so, like, when it's all mixed together, it's actually not super, super liquidy, which is nice for me right now on this 100-degree day. Yeah, honestly. Mm. I'm really digging these veggies in here. I'm going to do it for just for you people out here. I'm going to put a little bit of cilantro on here. Just what I thought, cilantro is still terrible. Update, and I just spit out my food back into my plate like a monster. Like a monster. There's not a ton of cilantro, it's really just a garnish on here, but. Um, let me eat a little bit more of this and I'll check back in with you in a little bit. Cause this is, I, would, I was thinking I was just gonna be like dragging my feet eating this and I'm actually like, I'm actually really enjoying this. Hmm. Little update, I'm about halfway through this bowl and I'm actually feeling like, this is pretty filling. But uh, the tofu is starting to get a little little soaked in that sauce, but you can see how I mix it all together. Like it's not overly saucy. It's not like, I'm like gonna have to slurp up any sauce or anything when I'm done, but it's, got, it's leaving a nice heat in my mouth. I'm a big fan so far. Whew, I am done. I, I guess I can take this off outside and know where I am too, and there's nobody around me, but uh, whoo. Let me tell you, I am happy that I ate this at the uh, latter part of the day, of the afternoon, because that was a lot of food. And um, I think it was definitely worth the value. It's really leaving a really nice flavor in my mouth. Like, I know I described it as like heat before, but it's really not, it's just like really good seasoning. Um, and the root vegetables, like there was like carrot in there, it was like, uh, not cucumber, um, zucchini, like it was all, it all tasted really fresh and really, really well prepared and I even let it sit there for a few minutes to take the pictures and everything like that so it still was nice and warm and that rice was like beautifully cooked I know it's um it sounds crazy but sometimes rice can get like really sticky and mushy and like especially jasmine rice has to be like right in that middle not especially jasmine rice I don't know anything about rice but you know I just I thought like all of it was was really good the flavors were all there and balanced perfectly so I would definitely recommend this I think I'd recommend it as a dinner option though um, just because it is a lot of food, 
Um, and like there was so much tofu on there. And if you wanted to like split it with somebody else, maybe you could, but because uh, there were some interesting sides in here. There was like a farro and arugula salad that looked really good. Um, and I almost ordered it. I'm glad I didn't because that would have been like too much for me, I think. But, uh, you know, if you're looking for another plant, I think it might be a plant-based side, even though it's not listed as a plant-based side, but it does say it uses plant-based Parmesan cheese in it. So I'm not sure why it would say that and then not go the, go the distance the rest of the way. But, um, no, I am, I am, I am like legit impressed right now. And actually, honestly, really happy I tried this. I would get it again in a heartbeat. Uh, so I think if you're anybody who has enjoyed like curry before, I think this one's worth, worth trying. Um, honestly, I don't even think it needed the tofu. Like, I mean, it would have needed more vegetables without the tofu. It's just like, for me, the weakest part was the tofu. The tofu was just kind of like, it was crispy tofu, but it wasn't, it wasn't seasoned and flavored. So it was just kind of there, but, uh, there was a lot of it. Um, and I won't complain. I like tofu. I, so, but I'm just saying in general, I think, uh, overall everything like just really shined in that dish. So really impressed i don't even know i don't even know what to do about myself and before anybody comments that i have stuff on my face i have a cut on my face right here so that is not sauce i i miraculously managed to keep my clothes clean this one time of course i said that and i know something's gonna happen the second i stop reporting but hey and that was rhino's review sounded really delicious but now we're going to move on to our second table service dining review. This one comes courtesy of Pete and Fiasco. And this is a review that will be, uh, well, it'll be the last of its kind because it's for a restaurant that is closing. I know what you might be thinking. Why are they reviewing a restaurant that will be closing? If they give it a positive review, it's not like you can just go after it's closed and and experience it if you're if you're coming here before the restaurant closes yeah you could technically get a reservation and eat there but after it's closed it's just done but this isn't just any restaurant this is a very special restaurant to pete and fiasco it's the home to the bacon and eggs appetizer dish yes it's the wave landscape of flavors and that's not the name is it i don't even remember anymore it's the wave anyone just calls it the wave i do think it has a dot 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 and then other stuff in there but i can't be bothered listen it's closing it doesn't matter anyways but pete and fiasco wanted to go and review it one last time and here it is hey everybody pete werner with another disney dining show um just fiasco and i tonight uh, going to be on camera. Um, we're here at the Wave, and uh, even though they don't close until July 15th, um, I'm not sure I'll get back over here uh, before then. So I wanted to come have one last meal, at least, while it's the Wave. I may come back again, but this will be my last review of the Wave. Now, they do know that I'm here. I cannot come in this restaurant. At, at this point and not be it, it's not known so I'm going to do what I can do I love this restaurant and nothing they do tonight I mean literally unless the chef craps on a plate and serves it to me it's not going to get a bad review but you know I'm open I'm open to disappointment I just don't think it's going to happen because I've eaten here so many times and they have consistently 
amazingly, even before bacon and eggs. They've consistently impressed me. So, looking forward to this tonight. A little melancholy. You know, I'm looking around going, this place has a special place in my heart. <clears throat> They're going to be redoing it. We don't know what the changes are. We don't know what's going to stay on the menu and leave from the menu. <clears throat> but I'm going to enjoy it while it's here. So, as we've established, I decided for what will likely be, well, it certainly will be my last review of the wave uh, before it undergoes its uh, rehab or its change, whatever's going to happen to it. Uh, It will probably not be my last meal, especially now that I've had this. Um, I'm not kidding. I, and I know, look, they know I'm here. They know I'm here. But I just stopped and talked to four different tables of people who have listened to our reviews and came here for this. And they all said the same thing, that the meal was absolutely phenomenal. So they have no idea they're here. This is just what they do. They're good. So I don't eat seafood. I don't like seafood. I've never liked seafood. But I thought for this last review I would do something different. Um, You know... You expect me to have bacon and eggs. You don't expect me to eat lobster. I don't expect me to eat lobster. I will come back here for this lobster. This is poached in butter and cream and wine and I don't know what else. And there's a process. He was explaining it to me. And it sounds really good. I just don't know what any of it means. Like there's words coming out of his mouth. And that was Chef Brian that I think we probably have a clip of him uh, uh, talking. I mean, he he and I talking. The texture of lobster, uh, a little odd to me. I've always described it like pencil erasers, that kind of texture. If erasers tasted like that, I would have an eraser problem. This needed absolutely nothing. It was so flat, but like by the second or third chew, it was almost like a flavor explosion. That's the only way I can describe it. And I wish to God they would do something wrong here, so I wouldn't sound so effusive about them all the time. And you watch my other reviews; you know I'm not an effusive guy, right? By the time this goes up, Maria and Enzo's will have gone up. You know I'm not an effusive guy. When I love something, I am though. And when something is this consistently good, that lobster was absolutely superb. I don't know what other lobsters taste like, so I can't compare. But for me, I would go out of my way to come back here and order that lobster. And I hate seafood. I hate seafood. The filet, very good. Is it the best filet I've ever had? No, it it isn't. It's very good. But I've had better filets. I'm not not disappointed with it. I'm just saying. I can't sit here and say to you, best filet ever. Right now, for that, I think you need to go to Topolino's. But what I will tell you, the Bernays sauce, I don't remember it being that good. Maybe it is. But that's like the best Bernays sauce I've ever had. And the red wine reduction. You know, maybe they need to go steakhouse here. Maybe that's what they need to do, is is go in that direction. I don't know. Um, 
I know the rumor was the incredible steakhouse. I do not believe that is happening, but steakhouse. Maybe. As long as you got these guys in the kitchen. Um, this was so good. I feel like I like with this lobster, I feel like I found another bacon and eggs. But it's only because like I don't I never eat lobster. But again, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I love coming here. I love coming here because I always have a wonderful meal and I'm here quite a bit, yet they still find ways to surprise me. All right, so for my appetizer, I almost always get the crab cake because honestly, I'll stand by this. This is one of the best crab cakes on property and it's not even supposed to be. I've gotten crab cakes at, at the seafood restaurants and this one really tops most of those. Uh, but I, the, the waitress said something to me that was that really caught my attention. Uh, something that I've never had here at the Wave, and I've pretty much eaten most of the options here for breakfast, lunch, and dinner over the past few years. Uh, and that was the soup of the day was a chicken curry soup. And I love chicken curry, so I said, let me have that. And this was insane. Uh, a lot of curries are very spicy and very orange. This was not. Uh, this had a very light kick, and it was very much the, uh, the, the color of chicken noodle soup with jasmine rice at the bottom, cut up carrots and, uh, and other vegetables inside there as well. The chicken was really tender. But when you took a, a full bite of everything, that spice just really kind of comforted you. And then on the way down, you felt the warmness of that spice. And it was, it was like a chicken curry, chicken noodle soup almost is the best way I could describe it. But it was like a warm hug. And that seasonal soup was only $9.50. And honestly, if that was on the lunch menu and I got that as a light lunch, I'd be fully satisfied. But it's not. It's dinner. And I need more food, especially because this place is closing soon. And we don't know what's going to happen with that for sure. So we got to eat here as much as we can while we can. So for that, I got my old favorite. What I get every time, if I'm not trying to pick something different for a video, that's the grilled beef tenderloin. That was $34. Uh, that comes with a potato gratin, seasonal veggies, which is asparagus, and a vinaigrette, which is out of this world. Now, Pete did mention the filet. Not the number one filet on the face of the earth. For that, go to Topolino's. And I agree. But the price difference between here and Topolino's is 20 whole dollars. Really? Yeah. So I think at $34, this is, this is, $34? This is the best $34 oh, yeah. filet. Oh, no, I didn't realize that. So in comparison to any filets I've had in the, thir the $30 price range... You can't beat this one, man. Oh, by the way, I did not stick with the potato gratin. I got that customized to be the garlic mashed potatoes because potato gratin and me don't mix. Garlic mashed potatoes were great, though. Uh, I got the filet medium. So uh, any of the frequent watchers of the Disney Dining Show will be pleased to note that I am upgrading. And I went from a well-done steak eater to a, a medium well, which was a requirement yes, for people. I'm sure the audience is so relieved. Yeah, it was, a, it was a requirement for Pete to even allow me to eat at Steak of 55 was for me to step up to medium well. So we did that, and today, well, I ordered it medium, and it was so good. Um, I, 
I can't wait to see what they do with this place. My immediate thought on when I heard this was shutting down for refurb was why are you going to fix something that's not broken? There's so many other restaurants that really could use that refurb. But then Pete did mention something on the show the other week um, that, you know, this is the OG resort. This is the original resort. And for the 50th anniversary, maybe that's why it's getting some sort of refurbishment attention. And that makes a lot more sense. We can only hope. Uh, But yeah, I'm excited for the future. Fingers crossed. The people have come for Starina, and Starina will not disappoint them. So, little melancholy, I'll be honest with you, knowing this is my last review of the wave in its current form. Um, nice way to say goodbye. Uh, and hope, hope that Disney doesn't screw this up they have a wonderful thing here it's a special thing and one of the things that makes it special is that my surf and turf that delicious filet that incredible lobster was uh, $49 $49 let that sink in for a second I am steps away from the Magic Kingdom. I had a magnificent surf and turf, and it was $49. Do any of us believe that after Disney management gets done doing whatever they're going to do to this place, that's a story we're going to be able to tell again? I don't think so. So, but we'll wait and see. I'll try not to prejudge. But they have a very high bar. A very high bar to cover here Um, because they are fixing something that isn't broken if they just wanted to do an overlay to change the theme I wouldn't be worried and while it seems like that's generally what they're doing I've been working around these people for too long they can't help themselves they can't help themselves and I'm I'm trying to be optimistic but this was so good and so reliably good for so long that I'm going to miss even for a few months not being able to say hey you know what I feel like going to the wave I'm going to miss that but in total this ridiculously good meal with my tables in Wonderland discount for three of us, only two of us on camera, was $180. $60 a person. $60 a person. And if you watch some of the reviews we've done recently, we've paid much more and gotten much less. I hope, I hope, I'm begging them, don't screw this place up. Please don't screw this place up. This is a wonderful, wonderful restaurant, wonderful staff, wonderful kitchen, brilliantly inventive menu. And I don't leave here feeling like I've just been violated, like I did after Maria and Enzo's. 
you have plenty of places, Disney, where you can do that. Please, don't do it here. There you have it. Potentially the last review of the wave ever from our Diz team here. And what a ride it's been. I, as, as I was watching the video and listening to it here with everyone, it, it's like amazing how much it changed. Uh, Pete's opinion on the wave that is. I know he says in the review that he's been a fan of of the wave even before bacon and eggs and and maybe that was the case at one point but i'm trying to go back and find when it was and what year it was uh, there was definitely a show i i want to say it was sometime in 2018 when talking about uh you know not great places i remember pete saying yeah the wave it's you know it's not a bad meal but it's also not something you should go out of your way for and i remember nudging him towards it saying i think you should really try it because i i knew one of the chefs there and got me to go in and be like wow okay this is this is actually something and you know eventually pete went and just fell in love with it and it's awesome that he did, but I, w- I really want to find that show and see how how that entire progression changed from being lukewarm, not excited about the wave, to to now being borderline emotional about it. But uh, we're going to keep moving on to our final review. This is a throwback review, and it's also another one from Pete and Fiasco. It's uh, our second to last throwback review, our penultimate throwback review. We have one more left after this, and we're finally caught up. I know. It's been a wild ride here. But this review is from Disney's Wilderness Lodge, a look at the food items at Roaring Fork. Well, not all the food items, just what they chose to get. You you know how the reviews work. Here we go. Hey, folks. Pete Werner here at Wilderness Lodge. Um, Fiasco and I shot over here today to... Do some stuff for our DVC fan channel, um, but we also thought we'd do a couple things for the dining channel while we were here. And the first thing we did was we had lunch at Roaring Fork, which is the uh, counter service restaurant here at Wilderness Lodge. And uh, I ordered, and I just looked at it 10 seconds ago and already forgot, um, the 10-hour smoked pulled pork sandwich for $10.99 and uh, it is tossed in an apple barbecue sauce topped with creamy slaw which they put on the side thank god because I hate coleslaw Um, and a sweet brioche bun served in my case with house made chips now I am really kind of snobbish when it comes to pulled pork and pulled chicken and stuff like that Um, I love it but I only love it certain places in certain ways and I loved this. This was good. It was fresh. Uh, it was flavorful. Um, the house-made chips were really good. Um, it, it, it really, it, for a counter service dish, this is one of the best I've had in a long, long time. Um, if I had been served this in a table service restaurant, I would have really liked it. Um, the fact that I'm being served this, something that good, 
and a counter service restaurant makes me love it. And ten dollars and forty nine cents, you can't go wrong. It was very very good. I'm going to make a point the next time I'm here to get that sandwich again. And that's me talking about a counter service restaurant. That's how good it was. Ten dollars and forty nine cents. Can't beat it. So here at Roaring Fork, I got what I often like to get, uh, at especially quick services. I got the turkey sandwich that was $10.49, and that's cold turkey on multigrain bread with tomato and a chipotle mayo. Now, one thing that I've noticed, because uh, I've kind of made it a point to go around all these resorts and try the different uh, quick service, staple quick service locations they have there. This will be like my fourth one at this time. But... Um, what I've noticed is with their mayo or their, their sauce on the sandwich itself, it's kind of a complete toss-up whether or not they're going to have it as, as a cup on the side for you or if they're actually going to put it on the sandwich and just let it be there. Um, now, with that being said, I do prefer it to be on the side. This was not. The mayo was just on there. Have it as you will. And, it, you know, it does make the bread kind of soggy. Um, but unlike the mayo that we had at Gasparilla Grill where it was good but it didn't really feel like it made sense on the turkey sandwich. This mayo definitely fits the turkey sandwich well. Adds a nice little bit of flavor and with the name Chipotle you might think it has a kick. It had no kick at all. Very very mild and a very safe sandwich for really any any taste in the family. And uh, there's a hornet here who's also interested in... It's a murder hornet. The, uh, it's a murder the, hornet going after Piasco. Roaring Fork... Uh, sandwich okay i think it's gone now um, we're gonna leave that in so yeah we'll leave that in but this this was good um now would i rush out of my way to get this no but if i was staying at Wolverine murder Lodge, hornet is it back it is really it was like are you playing with no I'm, I'm dead serious okay. it was like right behind you oh no ah, there it nope, is now it's now by me look just so you know we're not we're not messing around yeah murder hornet they've infested disney world really Go ahead and keep talking i'm yep. gonna you can get up and... Yeah, so I wouldn't rush out of my way to go to Roaring And Fork. don't judge us. Yeah, right. No, I'm... I'm they're scary. Hornets are scary. Um, at least it's not orange. The orange ones are terrifying. I wouldn't okay, rush... It's okay, flown it's, away. It's gone. It's gone. And we're leaving this in. Yes. So I wouldn't rush out of my way for this... COVID's trip. not going to kill me. The murder hornets are. I mean, could be. Um, not rushing out of my way for Roaring Fork. But if I'm staying here, if I'm here for any reason, I totally would come back. Um, and like Pete mentioned, Geyser Point, that is a place I'm going to rush out of my way to go to. I'm going to go to. I'm actually going to, like, decide on a day where Wilderness Lodge wasn't even the, in, in the plan to go over to a place like Geyser Point. Um, but this was this was nice to try. This is a place that I probably haven't eaten at in, like, I don't know, eight years. Like I Because I, I'm never going to Roaring Fork. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised by it. Uh, in comparison to something like Gasparilla, uh, I actually do prefer this turkey sandwich over Gasparilla's, and that is saying a bit because I did I did like Gasparilla's too. And I believe I mentioned in that review that I probably would, as a local who are not who aren't spending vacation dollars to go to Magic Kingdom, even leave Magic Kingdom on any given day to to go have the sandwich at Gasparilla. So this is good. You don't have that same option. You'd have to take the boat over there. I'm not going to go through all that, but all in all. Solid 7.5 on the turkey sandwich scale. So there you have it. A quick look at Roaring Fork 
here at Wilderness Lodge. That'll do it for today. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you again next time. That's it for the reviews this week, and that's it for our show this week. I hope you truly enjoyed it, and I hope you're leaving this episode a whole lot hungrier. I know I am. Like, I I really am. My stomach's been growling, and I've just been really hoping that it did not pick up on Mike in the background. I don't think it did. So I can skate out of this one saved. But do have to remind you before we go here, once again, if you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking your next Walt Disney World vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. You can get a free no-obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Once again, please make sure to subscribe to the Disney Dining Show wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're listening directly through Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star rating and review. I have lots of shout-outs to finally give this week. We have we have one from Elysia3. Love the team and the honest reviews. Thank you for that review. Uh, one from Disney Mo Fan 74 Always getting new ideas. Can't wait to come back. Thank you. And IL Girl. Girl 51. This is so fun to listen to. I plan a lot of I plan a lot for the trips we take to Disney World, so I listen to this to learn more about dining options. My daughter has food allergies, so I'm very careful where we eat. Listening to you talk about how well a restaurant is managed and how good the food is really helps too. So just like listening to people on this podcast, well, thank you so much. And I really appreciate reading that review that you left for us. So uh, if you want to get a shout out on the show, please go on Apple Podcasts and leave that five-star rating and review. And if you want me to actually say your name instead of just the name that pops up, make sure to throw that name in the in the actual review as well, too. So I'm not just calling you by your your names that you have chosen to pop up there. I mean, I don't... I. Here, here I am acting like I know what happens with a review. I think I reviewed one podcast like 10 years ago, and I haven't done anything since. I have no idea what, what, where, what name displays for reviews. I really need to just stop putting my foot in my mouth right now. And instead, I need to go put some food in, maybe even Disney food. Boom. Nailed it. That's it for the episode. Thank you so much for everyone for listening. I really do appreciate it. And we'll be back soon with another episode of the Disney Dining Show. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay hungry.